0: Well, let's jump right into it with this super special, super sweet little out of know well, I can't say it's that special. We've done a couple episodes like this, but nonetheless nonetheless, we are men of the machine. And today we are gonna talk a whole bunch of wrestling, getting prepared, getting ourselves, getting our dicks hard for the Royal Rumble tonight. And oh yeah, introduce myself. Of course. I'm Kevin. I'm bad. <laughs> And I'm not going to give you a run time. I was thinking in my head this would be kind of a shorter one because I'm going to edit this immediately. We're going to throw it up, and then we're going to watch the Rumble, and who knows? Maybe we even record another one that we put up of our reaction to the Rumble, but that's neither here nor there, so hopefully it's not a terrible idea, sounds just,
1: great. You know, we just pitch yeah, them like, together afterwards. <laughs>
0: exactly. Like, I can put this one up today, I can put the other one up tomorrow, and then, like, later in the week after it's all settled, just put them, make one episode out of them. But either way, that would be really cool. So... Yes, I haven't watched a Royal Rumble since I was a wee lad with Ryan Miller. I haven't seen anything. I remember the one time I did watch it, uh, I don't want to say Goldberg won, but he was in like the last two or the last three, and it was all exciting because that was his favorite wrestler, so I have zero experience with this. I, I don't
1: know anything, so I'm kind of excited, admittedly. Goldberg has never and will never win a fucking Royal Rumble match. Mark my fucking words.
0: They they actually so one of the things I was reading over and over again was talking about like how they he he can't win it cuz the one thing that's always been his like big plague, like his big issue is he has no stamina. His matches don't go long because if they do, you start to see that this dude is wearing himself thin, not to mention now he's 50, so you take his like Historic notion of wow this guy can only last 10 minutes before he starts getting winded and then you add so much age to it since his last match and No, he's not gonna win this year either.
1: Well, that it was funny Was it like um, as pissed as I was at the ending of uh, Survivor Series like the 92nd match with Brock? Like mm-hmm. the more I thought about it the more I was just like Honestly, that was the best case scenario in a lot of ways Great that I wish it was the other way around and it should have been Brock just destroying Goldberg but, like, it's the the best way to hide the cracks, where it's just, like, Goldberg, A, as you just pointed out, has no stamina, and B, was not a good worker when he had stamina. So, like, honestly, that 90 seconds is probably a million times better than, like, a 10-minute main event would have been. So, honestly, like, as pissed as I was after watching it, it's like that was kind of the best case scenario so that's the problem with it when they brought back Goldberg is it's like I I am somewhat kind of bitten by the nostalgia of it even though I was never a Goldberg fan but like they did a good enough job and plus he actually seems to actually give a shit for the first time because that was kind of a thing that was always pretty decently well known in like wrestling nerd circles is that like Goldberg did not care about wrestling, did not care about the wrestling business, none of that bullshit. Like, he literally was there to make money, and that's fine, but, like, it makes me very... It always... It's very hard for me to be like, yeah, I don't want to get behind that guy who doesn't give a shit about me, or, like, he cares that I have money. That's, like, it's just, like, I don't really give a shit. But, like, when he came out, um, like, for his return promo, like, I was, like... It was the first time that I actually actually bought him caring about wrestling where he was just like when he just like even though he was like even saying just like the main thing he misses is being a superhero to little kids and he really wants to be able to see he wanted his kid to see him wrestle and I was like honestly that I can buy like that I'm okay with like even if it's still like I mean it's not because of the business but it's still for people that are not himself so at least that I respect Mm -hmm. So it's, like, I still don't want him to, like, I mean, the thing is, like, the thing about the Rumble tonight is, like, you know that neither Brock nor Goldberg can win because they have a match together at Mania, and mm-hmm. that does not need to be for the belt. Like, that that match is sold based on it being Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. So, like, the guys who have a realistic chance of winning are, like... Hold on, underneath. save it. Save it. Okay, okay. Don't
0: don't 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 say that yet. Okay, so here's what okay. we're gonna do. Uh first off, for people who don't know, the Royal Rumble is like the second biggest event I would probably say of wrestling every, all year, right? Or, or at least definitely top three.
1: Yeah. Well there the the, the, the the there's there's four big ones. The big the big ones are Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and WrestleMania.
0: All right, so it's it's one of the largest. For some people, it's like their favorite, and like Ryan, it used favorite. to be yeah. his favorite. But um, yeah. so what it is is uh, every I did some research, and by that I mean Patrick texted me yesterday what it was. And every ninety seconds, another contestant, another wrestler enters the ring, and they just it becomes anarchy. Sometimes there's like a dozen people or more in the ring at one time, and their their goal is to it's throw the other person out of the ring no matter what like once both feet land outside of the ring you're disqualified you're done right
1: okay yeah basically the like the basic premise is basically 30 men enter the, like they all like basically enter a thing where they get a lottery and they get a number at every 90 seconds used to be two minutes now it's 90 seconds um another person enters once all like once 29 men's feet have gone they've gone over to the top rope and their feet have both feet have hit the floor Then you have your winner, and your winner gets a title shot at the title they're choosing at WrestleMania. Okay,
0: so that's a a huge deal, and uh, a lot of things have had predictions, and that's something we'll talk about in a second. But that's the gist of it. It's it's not the most high-octane, but it's definitely the most people punching each other in the face at once that happens in WWE all year, which is exciting. So what I've got here is I've got the list of every match that's happening leading up to it. And then we'll save the actual Royal Rumble for the very end of the show. And then I've got another thing here that's the... it's It says the 10 big questions ahead of the Royal Rumble. I'm not going to ask you all 10 because some of them are dumb. But I'll ask you a handful of them. So okay. I, the, one of the matches, I don't know if this is in order. You'll tell me if it is or not. The It says the Raw Tag Team title match.
1: That's, that's on the kickoff show.
0: Yep. So that's Sheamus and Cesaro, who I know both of them, versus Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. I know neither of them. so So they are the mother
1: the motherfucking bullet club in i've explained bullet club on this show before um but the whole thing is basically um at at the end of last year uh vince and triple h essentially stole four people from new japan three of whom were bullet club members and uh aj styles uh gallo luke gallows and uh carl anderson machine gun carl anderson and since coming in like gallows and anderson they came in like they were like they were going to be treated like they were big stars and not so much since they've come in like wb have really like they've given a lot to like aj and given a lot to finn balor so like the bullet club isn't completely unrepresented in the main event but like. For some reason, I don't know why, I guess because he gave those guys credit, it's like, well, we can't have them always be successful, because then, <laughs> anarchy. I that would be crazy. <laughs> but my hope is, because I was telling you before the show started, that like, there was a the whole thing on Raw <laughs> a couple weeks ago, where basically, they it appeared they won the tag titles and then the ref, like, they overbooked the finish, and the ref waved it off and was just like, oh, no, Sheamus hit me. So that doesn't count, and they got to swallow, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's like this is basically their chance to finally win the titles. The reason I don't think they will is just because I don't think that you're going to have a title change hands on the kickoff show, pre-show, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would be very happy if they did.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know. So um, so you, you kind of said it, but I want each one I'm going to make you do what I always make you do and give me a definitive Prediction. Who who obviously you know I know who you want. Who do you think is actually gonna walk away like if you had to put money down?
1: If I had to put money down, I would say Seamus and Cesaro, but my heart wants Egg gallows and Anderson. <laughs> I would be happy okay, to lose well. money.
0: Okay. I know I, I know like the one thing I know about Seamus is he's he's like this generation's super douche that nobody likes. That's basically what I've gathered.
1: Well, they've they've kind of gotten him over um, in this tag team because everybody loves Cesaro. Like, I think mm. it's funny. I remember I was I he's to watch, charming.
0: Like, I'm looking at his smile right now. I'm getting lost <laughs> in those eyes. The dude is smooth.
1: I like I as I've talked about like a million times. Like I used to like around like from like pretty much like cause I, I got out of wrestling for a period and I got back in because of Ring of Honor and I was really hardcore in Ring of Honor from like 2007 mm. to like 2011. And one of my favorite guys uh, was Claudio Castagnoli, who now is in WWE, is Cesaro. So it's like it's nice to see that like other people have finally kind of gotten onto that. Where like it's 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 actually managed to get Sheamus over, even though Sheamus is really just not anything special. But like <laughs> they've managed to get him over because everybody loves Cesaro so much that it's like we'll be like we'll like that guy because he's standing next to you. So yay! <laughs> he uh just a
0: thing to point out is like beards are super popular in wrestling right now all four of these guys have the exact same facial hair and three of them have fully shaved bald heads and the other one has a mohawk that just come on it's just four of the same guy punching each other
1: in fairness i feel like gallows i know gallows i'm not sure about anderson but gallows is bald not by choice cesaro is bald not by choice I can't speak for Anderson, but, like...
0: Anderson looks shaved. You can see the little dots, but I, I could be wrong. I don't know.
1: I'm going to say, I don't know if he's completely... But, I. But I, yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking Gallows has been bald for a long-ass time. And I remember oh, when... Man, Claudio there's a lot of wrestlers have who hair. have tried
0: to carry the comb over way past its prime.
1: <laughs> That's the thing. Is like Cesaro used to have long hair back in the day. and It was... It's... it's, it's okay. <laughs> holy Lord, is it depressing. But there you better go. Better
0: now. Much better now, or...
1: Oh, yeah, I think it's better now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, next match is Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Nikki Bella versus Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Mickey James. I, I, don't, I, don't, I literally ladder know ladder one of them.
1: The latter okay, former
0: and like, the ladder, you're past me, I don't
1: know. Uh basically the the heels. Like uh Alexa Bliss, okay. who I'm madly in love with, uh have been since they first turned her heel in NXT, and I was like, Oh, I I love her. Um, even before they gave her a Harley Quinn gimmick, I was in love with her. Um, and then Mickie James just came back and, um, Natalia, I mean, I always, even though they, they fucking, Natty's fucking face and heel turns, like the big show of face and heel turns at this point, like every fucking five minutes, I don't know what the fuck her alignment is, but, um, but yeah, I'd much prefer they won. Not not that I don't like the other, cause it, the only thing about like SmackDown versus Raw is that SmackDown, they have a lesser... Roster, but they really make the most of the roster they have. So, like every girl on that roster uh, matters, whereas like Raw, until recently, it was literally the only people who mattered were uh, Sasha and Charlotte. Now it's like you have like four or five that they're using consistently, but like on SmackDown, like they they have like I want to say over probably like eight women on that roster and they all matter they all have a, they all have a storyline of some sort so
0: yeah. i don't know any of these six women i literally only know nikki bella and that's cuz her and her sister were on an episode of uh ridiculousness like 3 years ago and i saw them i was like hey wrestling that i don't even when i did watch wrestling i didn't watch the female side of wrestling so not cuz of like any stance i just didn't i watched whatever ryan watched and that just happened to not be on his list
1: well, that was the thing is until recently in WWE, like the girls really like cause basically what they what they did for a good long while was they used to they just basically hire uh, models and teach them to wrestle, which was just mm-hmm. led like, to garbage matches. And then it was like Triple H's idea where he hired um, one of the best female wrestlers on the planet in Sarah Del Rey from Ring of Honor um, and made her one of the main trainers for uh the wb performance center where they bring in the new talent and then they started hiring athletes and training them to wrestle and as such you've gotten a much better pool where you have some people who are like wrestling fans and, like they're there because they're wrestling fans like sasha banks and bailey but you also have people who are there just because of their athleticism and that's like why now all the matches are now women's matches are in many cases better than men's matches. In some cases, and definitely, uh, in some cases, uh, main events like the Hell in a Cell main event was Sasha versus Charlotte. So I mean, that's pretty amazing.
0: This is a big deal. It's come a long way. Actually, there was one of the things I was reading. I don't know if it's in the ten questions. I haven't looked ahead. I read one thing that where they were like, "Is could they do like a any sort of way to get." a female wrestler into the rumble and they were talking about two different ways they would do it. One was like super choreographed where they came in, just had like two or three big moves and then left. Like they were just there to stir shit up and then they left. And the other one was, um I don't remember the term they called it, it was back in 2002. I think they said the last time they did it at a rumble where there was like a literal pause in the middle of the rumble so that they could have their own mini version. And
1: then, well, I mean, for a time, I mean, I, I, the thing is like when they find the, um, Basically, finally made the women, they basically made it clear at Mania that they were on the same level when they took away the term divas and said they were all superstars. So Today, only now you can have, um, you, you can, if you want, have girls in the Rumble, and I don't think it would be that terrible an idea. They have done it before. Like, back in like the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, China was in at least a couple of them. Oh, um, well,
0: of course and- she was. She was the biggest thing in wrestling, not even just women, she was just super popular.
1: Yeah, and then in 2010 they had Beth Phoenix, um, and in I think it was 2011, uh, maybe 2012, they had Kong uh, when she was Karma in WWE uh, in the Rumble. But it is really rare. But I feel like if you wanted to, you could very well just have them mixed up with dudes and be like, I mean, is like Brock Lesnar versus like Sasha Banks realistic? No, <laughs> but like if you put like. Sasha Banks up against, in the Rumble, like, Finn Balor, I wouldn't be, like, that freaked out by it. Yeah. Like, I'd be like... Or
0: if one of them throw a move on Seth Rollins or something, because it's, like, equal size, so it wouldn't look absurd. It wouldn't look like Rey Mysterio doing the 619 to the big show. Like, that. Does, okay, he's gonna, like, sneeze it off and not even notice. It would be kind of like a normal
1: move. Yeah.
0: But, okay, so, prediction. Who do you think is actually going to win?
1: Um, I mean, I presume the team that contains the champ will win. That's just my personal, like, take on it. it. Um, I know you probably said it
0: earlier, but I still forget, so.
1: (laughs) Uh, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia. Okay, (coughs) yeah, that's pretty dope.
0: Uh, Follow-up is another women's wrestling match. Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax? Am I saying that right? Nia Jax. Nia Jax. I know. Sasha Banks is a name I definitely know. I, I You've said it a thousand times, but I've seen her. Like, I would if, if she walked by, I'd be like, oh, that's Sasha Banks. I, she's all over the freaking place.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and uh, basically she's, like, your plucky underdog, and Nia Jax is basically your monster heel. Like, she's basically, like, built like... I'm not going to say, like, built like a dude because that's insulting, but, like... Definitely like a she's big, the undertaker strong shit of the women's.
0: She's like that super yeah. big person that always just comes in and is like, Oh, I'm sorry did you forget about me? Oh look at me, I'm yeah, exactly. right here. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Well, here it says Sasha Banks hurt her knee recently, like really messed up her Not leg. Not in real
1: life. Not in real life. Oh that was, that was okay. story. Yeah.
0: I can never tell. Sometimes they actually <laughs> get messed up and other times it's ah, I'll learn. I'll I'll get better. Uh, yeah, no, that, that was is... just
1: the the storyline. That's cause it could basically there was a whole thing. Is it basically Charlotte has not lost on pay-per-view since she has debuted, and um, which means every time Sasha won the belt on a Raw, she would always lose it again at the fucking pay-per-view, which is really fucking frustrating, but the way they did it at uh, uh, the last pay-per-view where they faced off in the Iron Man match uh, was that basically they sold that, like, basically Charlotte destroyed Sasha's knee. Oh, so
0: it wasn't quite as big of a cop-out as she wins again, it was like, oh, she hurt her.
1: Oh, she did yeah, big exactly.
0: things. All right, well, prediction on that one?
1: Um, I mean, Jesus. I really want to believe and who, that Sasha And who would you win. want? Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't
0: say <laughs> who you wanted at all. Usually you start with that. So you want Sasha yeah. to
1: win. Oh, yeah, I definitely would like to believe that Sasha will win, and it'll lead to, like, an actual proper, like... Because really what I'd like to see happen for Mania, I don't think it honestly will, but I think what would be cool is... Um, because Sasha and Bailey had one of the best matches of all time, in my opinion, at uh, the the first Brooklyn NXT show. So, like, I would like to see that happen on the grandest stage of them all this year, and I would like to see it go with the same alignment of like Sasha being the heel and Bailey being the face. So, like, I would like to see somehow this end in Sasha getting a win and somehow managing to turn heel, and if Bailey should happen to win the belt between now and Mania, like, we get that match. Um, will we get it? I have no idea. But I would like to see that. I mean, part of me, it's I'm saying. Like, a big part of me wants to believe that's going to happen. I'm not 100% confident, but, like, if I had to put money down, I would really hope for fucking Sasha. So, please, God.
0: <laughs> F- fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. yeah, I have no stake in any of these. There's, like, literally... If I was to just guess by looking at these people, uh, I'd probably go like, I'd probably go Seamus and Cesaro just cause Cesaro just gets, he looks right into your soul. He's so handsome. Look at that. Uh, I'd probably go with the Becky Lynch, Naomi, Nikki Bella, because I know Nikki Bella. She's the only one I know on there. Uh, and then I'd go Sasha Banks cause she's so fine. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's a pretty lady. What do you want me to say? She is. She is. Uh, uh, okay, so the next one is the cruiserweight championship match. It's Rich Swan versus the ugliest dude in wrestling, Neville. Who that's gonna be? That, all that that one has like the longest wrote written, 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 wrote, writ. What am I saying about it? It's got a, it's got a lot of paragraphs behind it. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I've seen Neville, but I don't know either of those guys.
1: One thing that's funny is like it's the thing I've said a million times, where it's like it's so fucking weird to me. And all the guys that I used to watch in, like, Ring of Honor and Pro Wrestling Guerrilla and shit are now, like, on WWE reviews. I'm like, this is really convenient, but at the same time it's really fucked up. So I'm just like, I watched you in front of, like, 200 people. Like, it's so fucking weird. Um, Definitely the way they're pushing Neville, if they don't make him champion, I will be shocked. Like, if he doesn't win the belt, I will be astonished. Because as much as I like Rich Swan, like, they really, they fucking... Since they've brought back that belt, the Cruiserweight title, since the Cruiserweight Classic this summer, um, there's literally been three champions in, like, four months. So, like, the chances of Rich Swan holding onto it for, like, a really long time past this, if he doesn't lose, he probably won't have it for much longer anyway, is by virtue of the fact that, like, Vince just seems to be desperate to be like, well, I want the Cruiserweight division to get over, so let's see if this guy does it, and then just, like, throw his belt on him, like, okay let's see if this guy does it throws the belt <laughs> on him so like i mean plus neville i do think he proved to nxt that like if you put a belt on that motherfucker he will be a champion you can be proud of and vince really did not seem to get what makes him special at all the same way triple h did but like this might be his chance and that's that's what i'm hoping mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Neville looks like the bad guy from the Green Lantern whose head gets all big.
1: What's his Hector name? Hector Hammond? Hector Hammond.
0: Yeah. It, it freaky. It, dude's got a big dome.
1: He's also <laughs> super
0: ripped. That's the thing that's cool about modern... Like, just from my point of view, because back when I watched wrestling, it was all about, like, literally the biggest... Like, uh, I, always, I always pointed out the one wrestler who wears the chainmail, Scott... Uh,
1: Scott... Yeah, Scott Steiner.
0: Yeah. Scott Steiner, who was, like... Absurdly bulky muscle, and it was just disgusting. Or, or like Hulk Hogan and all them, it's now it's kind of like normal dudes, like Rich Swan. While he, they're obviously all really buff, but like Rich Swan just looks like a, a normal, kind of in shape guy, and then Neville's like stupid cut, like <laughs> Seth Rollins type cut. And then you got people like Kevin Owens who are killing it, but they look like normal dudes, and I don't know, it's cool, anyways. Uh, prediction.
1: Uh, i genuinely would be shocked if neville didn't win like they even had him go over tommy end at the uk championship when they really didn't have to like it's like because i mean really like tommy end he's already in xc in a different name so like you could have gone either way on that one but the fact that they gave it to neville makes me definitely think that they're gonna push it they're gonna go with neville for at least a little while
0: neat uh, oh, I should have been telling you what this website's predictions were. I'm, I'm reading the Bleacher Report, which is a huge website. Oh, for I love Bleacher Report. Yeah. 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 I love
1: Bleacher Report. Yeah, Board. it's a
0: great site. So they've got, for the very first one, I should have been doing this from the beginning, but fuck you. Don't tell me how to live my life. I start when I want to start. Uh, first one's got Seamus and Cesaro winning mm. to retain the titles because, like you were saying, it'd be weird to see a title flip. Uh, second one has uh, Naomi, Nikki Bella, and Becky Lynch winning. Uh third one has Nia Jax defeating Sasha Banks. Nia Nia Jax. Nia Jax, sorry, sorry. Nice. My bad, Nia. Shouts out. Uh and the one we just talked about has Neville winning just like he said. So you're you're half and half. Uh the next one is uh Raw Women's Championship match. Bailey versus Charlotte Flair. I know Bailey cuz you talked about her all the freaking time cuz you were obsessed with her like 2 years ago. But uh I still
1: love Bayley. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, but if you talk about all of wrestling right now. You're super deep in wrestling right now. Then it was just like, oh, it was Seth Rollins and Bailey, and that's all you talked about. And you loved them so deep. And I know you I- still do. I know. You <laughs> st- I'm just saying that, like, at that time, there was nothing else around them. It was just those two people.
1: I mean, I, in fairness, I talk about Sasha as well. Because the, the thing is, to me, Cheryl, it's like Sasha and Bailey are like the perfect opponents they're they're fucking like they're fucking randy savage and ricky steamboat like they are the two that like you put them together and you're going to get something glorious out of it like no matter what you fucking do that's why i'm hoping it happens in mania but yeah but no that's why that's that's why i since vince seems to be convinced that like fucking uh charlotte has to win every review until we're all dead like it would not shock me if sasha or if uh, charlotte won tonight. But I do want some point between now and Mania for Bailey to win that belt and for it to be Sasha versus Bailey in the grandest age of them all. That would be pretty dope. Uh, Indeed. Oh, that would be pretty dope.
0: Charlotte is Charlotte Flair. Oh, it's Charlotte Flair. Oh, is she Rick? Flair? Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah, she's Rick Flair's daughter.
0: What do you know? How How did she get into the business? All right, so. Well,
1: actually, actually, she had no intention to be a wrestler. She was a gymnast. Uh, she's like, she, actually, she kind of goes more towards what I was saying before with the girls. It was more of the uh, athlete thing. But, I mean, yeah, she, she has the pedigree. But it was because uh, her brother, uh, Ric Flair's son, Reed, um, had an accidental overdose, and his dream was always to be a wrestler, and she wanted to achieve his dream for him. So that's why she got into wrestling.
0: Damn it, she did it. Now she runs that. Uh, yep. So your actual prediction is, dot, dot dot. I
1: I think Charlotte's going to win, but I would like to see Bailey win. I think that they might save it for Mania to have Bailey win because I know I know they really would kind of want to push her as like the new Brian Danielson, whereas like the new underdog. Mm. But, and I mean I definitely think that they might wait, but at the same time like I would like to see Bailey win tonight, but I think it'll be yeah, Charlotte.
0: The, the Bleacher Report has Charlotte Flair winning and Bailey. And they even say here, win here. It's not her time. A win here would be a premature. Uh, They have her winning at WrestleMania, and it would be, like, the biggest thing of all time for for her and for, like, female wrestling if she managed to sneak that one out. Uh, And then... Oh, there's two more. Oh, my God, I forgot about that one. So, (laughs) next up, Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns versus The Kid. Uh, That's not his name. There's someone called The Kid. But Kevin Owens.
1: With... uh... Chris Jericho hanging above yeah, the yeah. thing in a yeah, shirt in a cage, cage up above <laughs> like, like a sexy pinata uh, uh,
0: But yeah, sexier um, with the long hair but that's neither here nor there
1: <laughs> Um, I really want, because I mean Kevin Owens has proven that he was championship material from Jump Street will Vince keep the belt on him going into Mania? That's a good question, like I honestly feel like he'll probably give it to Roman Reigns but I feel like KO deserves it more because the match that I want to see in Mania more than anything is I want to see this is like kind of jumping ahead to the Rumble, but I want to see Finn Balor come back, win the Rumble, and then win that goddamn belt he never lost. Because that was the whole thing is that SummerSlam, he destroyed his shoulder in the match with Seth Rollins. So the next night he was forced to vacate the title, and then that which led to Kevin Owens winning it, and he's held it ever since. But like, I still want to see that, because whenever Kevin Owens and Finn Balor have worked together, it's always been really good, so I really would like to see that more than I would like to see anything else, especially more, because I know that they want to do uh, Roman Reigns versus Undertaker, apparently, and I was like, but you don't need the belt for that, because it's fucking, it's Roman Reigns and it's the fucking Undertaker, like, why would you need the fucking belt for that? Like, they're both dudes with name value, like, what's the fucking point?
0: Yeah, Roman Reigns, at least from the outside in, is, like, the epitome of what wrestling is. Like, if you ask me to, like, think of what a a WWE wrestler, like, looks and acts like, I'm like, oh, Roman Reigns. He fits the
1: bill! I swear to God, Vince created him in a lab in the 1980s, like, when, like, he first made his, like, Hulk Hogan money. He was like, I'm thinking (laughs) of the future, like... I'm going to create this man that is Little ultra do you handsome. know We have the technology <laughs> a little bit of
0: this, a little bit of razzle dazzle Kapow! Roman Reigns rolls out I believe he, that <laughs> He's got it That'd be a story I'd be interested in watching They make WWE wrestling books Do you think they'd make that? Pitch it Pitch this story to them. We'll do another episode of more comic books, and that's what I want to be your story. A WWE-licensed comic, Roman Reigns gets made from Vince, McMahon, Vince McMahon's semen, mixed with The Rock, mixed with Hulk Hogan, and it just, like, kind of does, like, this... Je- oh, did you know... Sorry, that's not wrestling-related, but they've actually... Uh, uh, children have been born with three parents. They've been able to mix the DNA of three people, and that's how Roman, Roman Reigns is one of them. It was a sleeper study. Oh, man. <laughs> Learning something new every day. Uh, so, what's your prediction?
1: Um, Because what they will probably do at Mania is Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho for the U.S. title, since Jericho told him the U.S. title. Roman Reigns will probably win and then have his match for the Universal title at Mania with Undertaker or whoever. Um, I prefer to be Finn Balor. Like, honestly, again, it's like, if you just fucking turn Roman Reigns' heel... Like, that would be fucking glorious in and of itself. Or I'd like to see healed Finn Balor again, because I haven't seen Prince Devitt be a heel since he was in fucking Japan, and he was awesome as a heel. Yeah. So, like, really, like, I just don't want to see Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Like, that's just not a match I, I want to see. Like... I don't even
0: want to see Undertaker anymore. I was so shocked to hear he was still wrestling. When I watched it when I was 10, he was the old guy wrestling. And now he's just the old, even older guy wrestling.
1: Last thing, the one thing that makes me think that, like, if he does end up doing that match with Roman Reigns, I do think that's the end. Like, I do think that's probably, like, the retirement point. If he agreed to that, it means that he's like, I'm putting this kid over and then I'm done. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will go out as a victor or I will stay here until the day I
1: die. Well, he's, like, he's had yet another fucking surgery. I'm like, dude, if you need to keep having surgery just to keep fucking doing this, at a certain point realize you need to stop fucking doing it. Like, when your <laughs> body needs to keep being fixed so you can keep doing it, it means you shouldn't be doing it. Like, honest to fucking God. Good
0: point, good point. Uh, yeah, they have uh, Roman Reigns winning the WWE Championship as well, and they've got it. They, they talk about how he's the most uh, polarizing Person in the WWE right now, you 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 can't help but love him or hate him, and
1: it would be like it's this not huge, polarizing. Like, explosion. Polarizing implies that there are people that like him. There is, or at least there, there are people, are love people him. that like people, him. The people that like him, there is no one that loves him. There is literally Whatever. people who hate him and people who like him. There is no love, Roman Reigns. <laughs> like even my ex girlfriend. <laughs> It's just who, like, a
0: weak level of polarizing. It's like the the magnets don't push each other apart that hard, but they don't want to get that close to each other. Pretty much. Ah, whatever. Uh, WWE Championship match: John Cena versus AJ Styles for the third or fourth time.
1: Fourth time. I think it's their third singles match, but like there was a match at um, what uh, I think it was Money in the Bank, the one uh, in July. Where it was Bullet Club, where it was AJ, um, Calus, and Anderson versus uh, John Cena and Enzo and Cass. And, um, but yes, out of um, those matches, AJ has won both of the singles matches, which makes me think that he will also win this. Because again, it's a John Cena thing. We're just like, you don't need to put the belt on John Cena for John Cena to like headline WrestleMania. Him being John fucking Cena, still headline <laughs> WrestleMania. Like...
0: The- the a thing I read which is not in this one, so you'll have to help me. A thing I read earlier today when I was just reading about WrestleMania or uh, Rumble, Royal Rumble to get myself started up. If John Cena wins this, he'll have sixteen tied for the most championships of all time.
1: Yep, he'll be tied with Ric Flair. Yeah,
0: Hot, I mean that would I, as much as I know you're not like the hugest Cena fan. That would be kind of cool.
1: Well no, it's 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 going to happen. At some point Cena either he's, he's either going to break that record or at least match that record before he is done wrestling. That is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That is a foregone conclusion. Um however, you don't need it to happen tonight. Like <laughs> it, it is entirely possible and probable that you can have AJ win yet again cuz I mean he should. I mean they've if you that's why I think it's funny they're doing it another time. So I'm like once a guy has beaten a guy twice, that's the end. Like there's no reason to do more. Like at that point, you've proven who the better man is. Like He's gonna try the-
0: though. He's gonna go for it.
1: It's just psychotic to me. But um It's just like when they did the whole Joe Balor feud and like they had Joe lose twice, and then they had him win the third time. I'm like, why was there a third time? Like he lost twice. <laughs> like why would you like do it a third fucking time? Like if I'm a champion, like motherfucker you lost twice like you're done now like you've had your shots bye like it's the same thing with like John Cena and aj where i'm like once aj has beaten him twice like what the fuck is the point in the third like there's just not a fucking point do i think aj will keep it through elimination chamber in like two weeks no but do i think he will keep it tonight yes
0: he I I'm not a fan of AJ Styles but I don't know him. So it's just off it's I've seen one match with him. It was me and Franny were on vacation. I turned on TV, it was The New Day. So I watched The New Day for a while cuz they're amazing and then changed it, went to something else and I turned on later and AJ Styles was up there talking, yelling at somebody and they started wrestling and I, I just the way he looks and talks. I'm just like, "Eh, he's not doing it." AJ well.
1: AJ is he's been one of my favorite wrestlers since like when I first got back to wrestling when he was in Ring of Honor, <laughs> Ring of Honor and TNA. I was like, that guy is fucking amazing. And like when they, when WWE seemed to grasp that, because like if you watch last year's Royal Rumble, one of my favorite WWE moments of last year, one of my favorite WWE moments ever is um, last year's Royal Rumble, where like it starts off with uh, Roman Reigns versus, I think, Rusev. Um, and so like number three, it's unfamiliar music, but I knew who it was because they'd already like basically posted the rumors that, uh, WWE had signed Nakamura, AJ, Gallows, Anderson. So, like, as soon as I heard the unfamiliar music, I'm like, oh, shit. And then it was, like, you have standing in the fucking ring with one another for the fucking WWE title that was – because that's what the Rumble was for last year. You have AJ Styles of TNA, representing TNA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, like, et cetera. And WWE's guy – in Roman Reigns standing across the ring from each other. And it was kind of the same feeling I had when they had Sting finally show up and he and Triple H were, like, fucking, like, nose to nose across from each other. Because it just, like, that moment of, like, the guy who represents WCW, meaning the guy who represents WWE, and just, like, the guy who represents TNA and the guy who represents WWE, it's just fucking amazing. Like, it makes me so happy. And, like, and ever since he's been in here, he has been I mean, not to fucking use his word, but fucking phenomenal. Like, every fucking, like... <laughs> <laughs> he pull, he managed to pull really good matches out of Roman fucking Reigns. You know how fucking difficult that is? That is incredibly difficult. But he has done it on Amen. a couple Amen. occasions, so... Amen.
0: Roman Reigns is a god. Roman Reigns is my guy. He's got the tattoo. That's all it's all about, is the look. And he's got the look. He's got he the look.
1: He definitely has the look. He's that's, got that's, the look. That's, that's what he... He has the look and charisma, and his ability words has grown song, a lot. But... but
0: Ouch, I hit my elbow. All right, so actual prediction, who you think is going to walk... What do you think the WWE is more likely to do?
1: AJ. It's definitely going to be AJ. Okay. If it's not AJ, I'll so be this...
0: Yeah, this one says Styles would be the preferred tw- preferred choice because uh, his quality of reign has been super fresh and everyone still loves him because he's nonstop. It calls him the most consistent worker. But they said that uh, they predict John Cena wins it because the most recognizable full-time star the company has would be who they'd want representing it on the way to wrestlemania so if they give it to him now and he just carries it to wrestlemania it would be like this look at our our most famous person ever well okay our most famous person of the last like 15 years is the one taking it to the biggest show we have
1: well that's the thing i don't think AJ's gonna because in two weeks um WWE is doing elimination chamber for smackdown and I guarantee you AJ doesn't walk out of that match. I guarantee that whoever the champion is doesn't walk out of that match with the Elimination Chamber, it's very rare that like the even basically it was created was essentially to be like the chance to play musical chairs with the belt before mania. So like the rumor that I've heard, which I don't know if it's gonna be legit, the rumor that I've heard, because they've done this whole thing with uh, Randy Orton joined the Wyatt family a few months back. Like he was first he was feuding with them, then he joined. Um, the rumor that I've heard is basically that Randy might win tonight, and then uh, Bray will win uh, Elimination Chamber, and then Mania is the two of them for the belts. Again, I don't know that for sure. I still hope for Finn Balor, but that's a possibility.
0: Well, that would be hot. All right, so before we get to the biggest, the Royal Rumble, I'm, we're going to zoom through these handful of questions. Uh, just because I want the answer. So we'll try to keep it quick. If we don't, suck it deep and listen to the whole thing anyways. You love our voices. Just deal with it. Jesus, why are we under so much pressure right now, Patrick? Uh, it's all in my head. All right, so uh, one of the questions I found on here that I don't know how this is addressed in this, so just give me your quick summary. Is this the end of the Wyatt family?
1: Um, As I said, it very well might be like the start of... I mean, granted, they already broke them up once, and that was the thing, is they were like... Okay, so now Eric Rowan is a single star, and Luke, Gall- or, um, Luke Harper is a single star, and Bray Wyatt's single star. And then none of that worked. So it was like, okay, the Wyatt family is back. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> will it be the end forever? Who knows? But I, we would not shock me if they did that whole thing. Like, when I mentioned it to uh, Justin, who is obsessed with the Wyatt family and Bray Wyatt, um, when I mentioned uh, the the whole idea of Randy winning the Rumble and then Bray winning the title at Elimination Chamber and then going toe to toe at Mania for the belt, and Justin's like, "Oh God, oh Jesus, like, <laughs> my, it's like, like it. It, it's too sensitive. I can't. Oh my God, it's just, it's too much. Just you know, oh Jesus." So, like, it's definitely a cool idea. Um, we'll see what happens. Um I don't have a definitive answer, because I don't honestly think they're ever going to completely... It's just like uh, The Shield, where it's like, you're always going to see at least teases of Shield reunions, or like DX. Like It's because like if something is that fucking like, over and ensconced in the fucking product, like, even if the Y family ended by Mania, you'd see the Y family again within like a year or two. <laughs> Yeah,
0: which this one rolls right into that. The question is literally just, is Braun Strowman Strowman for real? Like, can he stand on his own as a a monster of the WWE?
1: I will say he's better um, than he used to be. Because when he first came in, he was just god-awful. And he's worked with people now like Sami Zayn and stuff that have definitely made him better. Um, I still think that if they do, like, the idea that I've heard of, like, Braun versus Undertaker or Roman versus Undertaker uh at mania i was like then you're gonna end up with a piece of shit because he's still he's 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 decent enough that like if you put him in there with somebody really good you'll get something decent out of it but he is not ready to like really carry his half like he's not ready for that
0: all right this one is a little bit sexier and i'm gonna need you to explain most of it will triple h screw seth rollins
1: yes that's the bad thing. I mean, oh, the yeah. thing is that um, they even last night at TakeOver, um, which actually was really ballsy and cool, um, it was, like, right before, I think, the semi-main. Yeah, it was right before the semi-main, um, the four-woman match. Um, Seth Rollins ran out to the ring. Because it's basically, it's well-known that Triple H is responsible for NXT. Um, so, like, the whole thing is that basically uh, Seth Rollins came out last night uh, before the semi main event, it was just like, it's like, this is fucking takeover, right? Like, I'm taking over. It's like, where the hell is Triple H? I want Triple H. Because, like, that was the whole thing. It's basically, um, as I mentioned before, basically, um, Rollins ended up in that match with Finn Balor where Finn Balor hurt himself in uh, SummerSlam. And then there was a fatal four way match uh, right after SummerSlam to determine a new a number one or a new champion which was uh roman reigns versus uh seth rollins versus kevin owens versus big Cass, and the whole way it ended was um seth uh, like basically the guy who had been built up as kind of like the golden boy like seth like basically triple h basically been like seth rollins dad in storylines for like the last like couple of years uh Seth uh triple h screwed over seth rollins gave him a pedigree uh told Kevin Owens to pin him, and you haven't seen Triple H on TV since then, except for when he showed up last night. That was the whole thing, is when Seth showed up at NXT, um, basically that was the whole thing, is that Trips came out, and then like literally they're standing, like, basically Seth's in the ring, and he's at the entranceway, and then Triple H just calls out security to get Seth out of there. And I was just like, because they definitely are doing Seth and Triple H at Mania, and I'm actually really proud of Triple H because the more I think about it, the more I kind of get it. Because like, back in the day, everybody hated Triple H because it was pretty well known that he was really desperate to keep his top spot and would basically knock everybody down that he could. Now, kind of, it's their stories about John Cena doing that. And like back in the day, there were stories about uh, Stone Cold doing that. Because in the fairness, I do think I get it. Because, like, there is so many motherfuckers on the roster at any given moment, and it's like the thing that Raven had said once about ECW, where he's just like, everybody thinks they should be on top, but but not everybody can be on top, and only really, like, there's only, like, room for, like, one or two people there, but everybody thinks they deserve it, everybody thinks they're the guy, but not everybody is. That's the whole thing, is, like, I do think it is, like, he did some shitty things, I'm sure. And I'm sure, like, he's a big part of him building the future is him trying to write a lot of the mistakes. Um, so like the fact that he's, cause even, cause even in 2011, he wasn't doing what I, stuff that I would be proud of. But like in the last couple of years where he like put over Brian Danielson at WrestleMania 30, um, when he uh, put over Roman Reigns last year, um, when he likely puts over Seth Rollins this year, like the fact that he's now using his position the way he should be using it. Cause he's like, he's smart at this point. I believe we're just like, I'm literally going to be the man of this in a couple of years. Like I don't need to be the top wrestler in the world anymore. Cause what the fuck difference does it make? Like my job is going to be running this fucking company. So like,
0: mm.
1: so he's like, he's now being the guy that he always should have been in my opinion, where it's like, once you get on top your job, I think, the thing, I think Randy Orton's been really cool about is like, once you get on top, basically your job, like he's basically, you get there and you get, yeah, you make your money and you like, you get your glory. But like once other guys start coming up, then it's your time to be like, okay, like I'm gonna make them look good, and fluff them. It, you're the fluffer. You're the porn star fluffer. And really the thing that their job is basically, and Randy Orton seems to get that, which I really appreciate, because like only a handful of people seem to like Mick Foley, like put over him, like back in the day, like when Randy Orton was coming up, like Mick Foley put him over, it, and he put Edge over. It. Like that was the whole thing. because like, once you're like at a certain level, but you're not at the top anymore like you know you're not and you know there's other guys who are moving to the top your job is to get them there and like triple h seems to finally get that where it's like he's building new stars in nxt and then he's allowing himself to be used as a springboard for them on the main roster and that's cool so well not
0: too shabby so this one is a quick pretty much a quick yes or no i mean if you want to elaborate be my guest Will the shark cage make a difference? Chris Jericho up in the air. They're, I mean, they're bound to do something silly where he's
1: able to either uh,
0: influence the fight in one way or just break out and cause some mayhem.
1: Well, what will probably happen is he'll try to do something that, like, because the way they used it in NXT, cause the thing is, like, a lot of things that get used in NXT curiously show up on WWE programming, like if they work, like a fucking like week later. Which is like this is a perfect example. Like the last takeover event um, before last night. Um, the TM, the finals of the Dusty Classic with TM61 versus the Officers of Pain. Uh, the Officer of Pain's um, manager, uh, Paul Ellering, was put in the shirt cage above the ring so he couldn't get involved. Obviously, he got involved because that's what fucking managers do and basically dropped the chain down so they could use it. Now, what I think will probably happen chris will do something that he thinks is helping chris or uh, kevin owens it will somehow end up helping fucking roman reigns which will lead to chris and kevin at mania uh,
0: so this one here is just a free form i just want names give me some give me some names what are the big surprise entrances? Every year there's surprise entrances. There's always something. Don't say Kurt Angle. Say something else, just in case. Because that's one that I've heard a thousand times. Everyone's like, oh, is he? Is he not gonna? I don't know. So just besides Kurt Angle, who else?
1: Kurt Angle. Um... Duh, you son of a <laughs> bitch. You got me right at the beginning. <laughs> um, I, the, the two that I can almost guarantee are Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Like, if Samoa, doesn't, if Samoa Joe doesn't show up, I will be fucking astonished. Because they, I... Genuinely feel like they have not used him in NXT for a while because they know he's going to go into the main roster and the rumors I've heard are um, him getting a mega push on the way in so honestly it would not shock me if they did Cena versus Joe because I know they're actually legit real life friends like they trained together back in the day so I would not be shocked to see that but I would also not be shocked to see AJ versus Joe because those are two dudes who have worked each other a billion times and like really work well together and are also real life good friends. So, yeah, if Joe doesn't show up, I'll be shocked. If Finn Balor doesn't show up, I'll be really surprised. I'm wearing my Finn Balor T-shirt, my Finn Balor hat. Because um, I fucking, I just, I really need Finn Balor to come back tonight. I'm really sad. Uh, Kurt Angle uh, definitely would make sense. Um, I feel I like it's it too twice. obvious. You said it once. You got me well, no, once. I, think I, I feel like it's too obvious, which is why I don't yeah. think it'll happen. But it's entirely possible. Again, if they hadn't announced he was going to be in the uh, Hall of Fame... Before this, I would have been like, okay, he's going to show up. But now yeah. I'm like, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Um, Sting will show-
0: definitely be there.
1: <laughs> Sting actually might. St- like, if you looked at the uh, – last night, the poster, um, they showed some of the names on there, which, again, I don't know if they're legit or not. Um, Sting was one of them, and Zack Sabre Jr. was one of them. Oh, so, like, damn. If either of them show up, I'll be really excited. Um after last night, I swear to God, if Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't show up, I'm going to be really, really angry because I was legitimately really pissed at the end. Of, it's the first time that Triple H has really actively pissed me off because, like, usually NXT is like the product I go to to, like, actually enjoy, whereas the is the thing I watch most of the time out of obligation. And, like, mm-hmm. last night, like, literally, like, I was, like... I tweeted Triple H immediately after that. I was, just like, I was like, why are you doing this? Like, you understand. Like, why are you doing... You know what you're doing is wrong. Like, why? The only thing that makes sense is if he's showing up tonight. Because even though I've heard rumors that Vince, like, doesn't think much of Nakamura, I do think if you throw Nakamura in the Rumble, there is no way Nakamura will not pre- present himself as being one of the biggest stars in the business, like, cause he is mm. one of the biggest stars in the business. And I feel like at that point, it'd be like AJ last year where it's like, it'll be impossible to ignore if you put him in the rumble. Um, I would not be shocked if Shelton Benjamin shows up, um, because he was supposed to show up, um, around when they first split their roster around SummerSlam and he ended up, uh, hurting himself with the same injury that Finn Balor did. So if Finn Balor came back, it wouldn't shock me if Shelton Benjamin came back. Um, As I mentioned, Sting, because I know that, like, even Sting said, like, he's, he's like, I'm retired, but if I can get the match with The Undertaker, I want the match with The Undertaker. So, like, it would not shock me if... Watch two old guys beat each other with their walkers. Well, that's the thing is, that's always been the dream match, though, is, like, truth be told, that match will still draw, that's a match that will still draw money, because it's fucking Sting and The Undertaker, like, it's the two, like... Yeah, yeah, no, there's there's no
0: playing with that.
1: Yeah, in the 90s wrestling, like, you, those are the two dudes. Like, that's WCW and WWE, like, wrapped up in one. Like, so it's, like, and it's almost, like, it, even, even Scott Hall has said, like, um, it was basically his idea where he would just, like, he'd ask Sting, uh, he's like, have you ever seen The Crow? And at the time, Sting hadn't, because it was only, like, two or three years old at that point. And he's like, he's like, you should, like, paint yourself up that movie. And, like, I don't want to say beat up, or I, I don't want to say rip off Taker, but rip off Taker. And, like... They ripped off The Undertaker, but in the best possible way with that Sting character. So, like, it's the match that everybody wants to see. So, like, if they wanted to do that, like, basically, like, the one last, like, the two gunslingers going at it, I would not be surprised and I'd be really delighted, actually. Like that, Even though the match itself would probably be really underwhelming, because, as you said, it's, like, two fucking old guys beating each other with their walkers. <laughs> it's still fucking Sting and The fucking Undertaker, and it's still a match that I want to see.
0: I mean hell i'll see sting anything he used to be one of my favorites just because well he wasn't my favorite but he was the most interesting to me just because the way he looked i just thought he was cool i was like
1: that guy's he was the only guy when i when i hated WWE <laughs> back in the day the only wrestler i actually liked from wcw was, was the St- was stinger like um i kind of liked rick flair um but like the main guy that i thought was cool was sting i always thought even when he was like flat top surfer gimmick i still thought he was cool I thought it was way cooler when he had the crow gimmick, but like yeah. I've always liked sting. So like I'm down to see sting at one last mania. And if the Zack Sabre jr. Thing turns to be true, I'll be really excited just because it's Zack Sabre fucking jr. And I mean, the whole thing was that basically, um, in the cruiserweight classic, um, there's basically a pretty heavy bit of knowledge where if Zack Sabre jr. And Kota Ibushi had agreed to WWE deals, they would have been the finals of the tournament. And one of them would have won, But they both were like, we want to do other things other places. So neither of them actually signed. Um, But if you see Zack Sabre Jr. tonight, that would be really cool. Like I'd be really stoked on that.
0: Well, then on that note, let's wrap it up and say the biggest, obviously, what we're all here for, what we're all talking about, is the Royal Rumble. What would you – you know, hit me with what you want first. That seems to be the trend. And then tell me who you actually think has the best chance of walking away with it.
1: That's the thing. Is like – Um, who I want is Finn Balor. Um, I really want Finn, because the thing is, like, it really sucked that, like, he went to the main roster and actually had happened, which doesn't happen that often, where, like, Vince actually went with him, like, immediately and pushed him as the guy. And then he fucking accidentally, and I don't blame Seth for it. I thought, I mean, I do think that the buckle bomb should only be, like... The kind of thing that's only brought up on special occasions now. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't think he, like, caused it. Like, they were just, like, the Buckle Bomb hurt Sting and the Buckle Bomb hurt Finn Balor. Like, ban the Buckle Bomb. Seth Rollins is dangerous. I'm, like, it's not that it's that dangerous of a move. It's just a move that's easy to fuck up. So, like, I don't think it's his fault. I just think it just – it shouldn't have been done. But, um, at least not that often. I think you should do it once in a while. Like, the Phoenix Splash. We do it once in a while. But I wouldn't say it's a move that you can do once in a while and still kind of keep the mystique of instead of having to, like, worry about this. But, yeah, like, Finn Balor was getting pushed to the fucking moon and then fucking lost that fucking belt without actually losing it. Like, he just had to give it up. And it was the same thing that I had when uh, Rollins, like, went away. I'm like, motherfucker never lost that belt. Motherfucker better get that goddamn belt back. My same thing with Finn, Finn Balor is, like, I was, like, the second, like, that injury happened, I was like, okay, it's August right now. So, like, it'll be, by Rumble time, he should be good. I was like, Finn Balor better fucking be back to win the goddamn Royal Rumble. Now, as for the people who might actually win, it would not shock me if it was Braun Strowman. I don't want that to happen, but it would not shock me with the way they pushed him. Um, it would not shock me if it was Undertaker, even though I don't want that. Um, and the one that... It would not shock me it would and it would not make me unhappy is the randy orton plan but the person who i th- think should win is finn balor
0: finn balor they've got here they've got randy orton winning the royal rumble but they have a couple of uh like plausible they say will Sami Zayn finally win the big one probably not but they're curious about it uh the one they said that was pretty big was chris jericho because he's going through like a big renaissance of his career right now and they like they wouldn't be surprised to see him just push it to the top but that ain't because then that would be kevin owens versus jericho like the big best friend yeah. fight in whatever uh and then they just ask like king goldberg add no
1: will brock lesnar no
0: it's, it's, it's just gonna be a mess but either way it's gonna be freaking cool I mean, I but no, Sami so.
1: Zayn would make me really happy, like because I, I would love to see Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens on the grandest stage of them all. Because I've seen that match a million times in different places, even WWE. Um, but I've still never seen. Like I feel like their masterpiece. They still have hidden away. I still and I feel like they're saving it for this moment. So if that was a thing, I'd be down with that.
0: Well. Only time will tell, and that's the whole reason we did this. We're going to find out. The Rumble starts in, well, it's about 3 o'clock right now, so it doesn't start for a few hours. But I'm going to edit this shit up. I'm going to put it up online. And, uh, I mean, if you liked it, if you like us talking about the Rumble, get ready because we're going to drop another one after it happens. Well, not tonight. Dear God, no, I have to be up early. But maybe tomorrow or Tuesday we'll record another one edit it and throw it out and if you don't like the rumble why the hell are you listening to this podcast this long you should have quit it when the freaking title said royal rumble you're a damn fool <laughs> for making it this far but that is neither here nor there uh yeah i'm actually i'm i'm actually super excited i'm not a wrestling fan at all but i am getting into it i am getting more excited and who knows maybe this maybe this will do it for me if something real big happens if sting comes in and just freaking flip shit or if Rey mysterio shows up oh man i'll be so there That's a rumor. We'll see. Hey, man. Rumors are what we live in. I'm so excited for it. But, nonetheless, thank you for listening as always. I don't mean to wrap this up too quick, but I got editing to do. So, again, Men of the Machine talking about wrestling. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And enjoy the show.